Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Make sure you leave us a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and use the hashtag Injected Podcast on Twitter. Please do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm Alexandra. And I'm Deanna. Thanks for joining. How are you? Thank you. I'm good. How are you and how is everyone else this week also? I'm good. I know like I asked that question to our listeners, like you yeah. guys can answer us, but you know, like sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, mm. I, I answer them <laughs> and I'll be chatting, I'll be chatting to them like they can hear me. Um, so like, I hope you guys do that as well. When I ask how everyone is, I hope you guys are just like, yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Like, I, yeah. I hope you, I hope you like it. <laughs> that's cute yeah I, I saw this meme the other day I'll put it on our story it's like how I feel when I'm listening to podcasts and it's like this little kid sitting and staring at the TV and like three girls on the TV <laughs> I thought that's so true <laughs> like I feel like I'm there but I'm Literally. not there <laughs> yeah yeah I feel like I'm always in the room with them like that's why I love listening to podcasts when I'm when I'm in the office I love it yeah um, yeah but did you see Tolly T yeah. she tweeted the other day she was like you guys think you know me but you don't know me so like basically stop acting like some people act like they know her when they see her and stuff and it's it must be a bit it must be a bit too much weird (laughs) yeah it must be weird like I think as well because I feel like with the receipts and like how kind of big they are Mm. like people and because like people listen to them like literally like the receipts is like the only podcast they will listen to so they'll listen to them religiously every week they'll re-listen to episodes they'll go back to the beginning Mm -hmm. and listen to all of the episodes and stuff and I think people just really forget themselves and especially like especially like say if you are if you are a bit lonely you mm. actually start to feel like these people are your friends like you know and it's just kind of like hold on remember that you don't know these people like maybe maybe we just kind of need to start being a bit more starstruck where mm-hmm. it's just like oh my gosh that's them and then you but you you kind of do the fangirling inside and let them yeah. carry on about their day i think maybe it's true to it's be honest, true. Though, i've done that though i've done that with vic from um black girls living really? and with ro from um tutus like, <laughs> yeah i saw them and i really wanted to tell them that i love their podcast but i just was a bit too shy and i just didn't and i was just like vic was asking me oh is this where the event is going to be and i was like yeah yeah it's in here like oh <laughs> so like yeah but i feel like i feel like i'm I kind of I'm more of the the silent fan girl and I'll just be like oh my god I'm sitting next to Ro from Two Twos. <laughs> like, that remember. was all the, that was all the same night as well was yeah. it where was that <laughs> yeah it was the same event because I went to a talks a talks with Monica Lee event oh, okay. um yeah and uh, and just like and it was really interesting the conversation mm. was really good and um yeah and then Ro-, Ro came in with her I think with her like now ex-girlfriend mm. um and like and they so then we were sitting kind of close to the back and then there was some space next to us so they sat next to us kind of thing mm. um but yeah like yeah yeah and it's interesting I know what you mean it's awkward when like you see people that like you either kind of have as like a mutual on Instagram in real life or even you listen mm. to their podcasts and you know that they're a normal person but like there's it's 
there's just an added layer of pressure. I don't know what it is. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. I don't know what, what to even say. Like, I know, like, you might I know I like, exist, like, as a mutual. Yeah. But, like, it's just still like, oh, I literally don't know what to say. Like, I have nothing. Like, I want to talk to you because I know we'll get on. We'll be friends. But, like, I don't yeah. know what to say. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not very good with, like, kind of social interactions as well. Like, it's mm. just like, oh, as much as I would love to be friends with people at the same time, I don't want to talk to no one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> This is that kind of awkwardness. Yeah, actually, you know what's funny? Yeah, you know Mm. when you first started talking to me, I remember thinking like, "Oh, this girl seems cool," but I don't feel like chatting to her. Like, (laughs) (laughs) every time we talk about when we first meet, you make it sound, you make it sound like I'm like I'm like a rash. You were very friendly. (laughs) You were what? Like I'm a rash. Like Like, you're what? Alex, Alex, Alex. I'm all over you. No, but what what it was like, it was just like, because I just wasn't expecting it. And I wasn't, and because as well, like, you, like, knowing how, okay, you have an insight on what my friendship group is like. Yeah. Um, that I have. We don't talk like that. Like, I'm friends with a lot of people who aren't very good at messaging and aren't yeah. very good at responding. Yeah. And so it's like, like, meeting you, where off the bat... We were chatting, but then we were having really in-depth conversation and then we were both responding straight away. Like I've never had that kind of energy and it was just like, and I was shocked. (laughs) That's it, I was just shocked. (laughs) Yeah, and I just wasn't, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. And well, sometimes I didn't want to talk, but at the same time, like, I'm sorry, the conversation is interesting. So I need to respond straight away. I know what you mean. Because I need to get my view across too. Because like, it's not even like it's intentional and I'm like, oh, I need to reply straight away or because or, I will put my phone yeah. down and air friends messages for like days and like get back to it when I can but it's just like when it's an interesting conversation when we're talking about something I care about um, I will literally yeah. be on my phone like oh my god oh my god oh my god and like, you have to be messaging yeah I get like, caught up especially yeah. if it's about like a but show we're both watching or like we've both watched like yeah. a documentary I'm like oh my god I need to talk about this like instantly <laughs> yeah exactly like the, which is why it's obviously perfect that we do this podcast together yeah. but like yeah just like when when I f- obviously first meeting you it was just like that it was just a shock to my system because mm. I've never had anyone that I could be that I could passionately talk about these things with kind of thing like I've never been able to do that and it's just interesting when you do find people who 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 are like that and you know what as well I used to do it with some of my white friends and look I love you guys but it it just didn't hit the same it was like (laughs) (laughs) they weren't they weren't they weren't the target audience no they weren't the right target audience and they'd be like they they weren't the demographic yeah (laughs) <laughs> you you were trying to have the conversation to teach them something, but mm. they they were like, I did not ask for a lesson. <laughs> as much as much as I love I love white people, some like some of y'all, <laughs> um, like it's just sometimes it's not it's not it's it's just not it's not getting through. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying, and sometimes I, it's just I it's not like getting that- through. <laughs> I feel like that would be such a good title for an episode. As much as I love white people, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's the title. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. Oh gosh, that's so funny. But, um, but yeah, like, sorry, I don't, I really came off tangent. I don't even know how I got here, but, um, it's fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Being like starstruck and like trying to talk to Mm -hmm. people and stuff like that. And like just feeling socially, anxious all the time or awkward yeah 
I don't think I've said on yep, on here yep. like the story of when I met One Direction because um, I used to be a fan girl <laughs> I and I was obsessed so. and like, I went one day this was when they were straight off the X Factor and they were doing like um, tours in like um, shopping centres mm-hmm. and this was in Lakeside in Essex I went straight from school there actually I think you might have mentioned it have I? Um, you you mentioned about being a, a One Direction super fan before yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen them many times. And in a past life. I got, I got to the shopping centre, queued up to meet them. I was obsessed with Zayn. Like, Zayn, I, I still think he's gorgeous. I think he, he's just a beautiful, <laughs> like, stunning man. And, like, we were in the queue. We got there and we were in our school uniform and they were, like, joking around. They were like, oh, you look like you're from Hogwarts because our, our uniform was, like, the same colour as that like, Hogwarts. And we were like, oh, my God. What are they, what are they talking about when... But your uniform's like Hogwarts when all of them went to school in the UK. What are they talking about? But ours was like the colours, the same the same colours as one of the groups. I don't know. I don't know. One of the... What, like burgundy or blue? It was or burgundy. Green. It was burgundy. So you just had a Gryffindor tie, but like that is just like a standard school uniform tie. I know, all but of them are. they're trying to small talk. They're doing a meet and greet. They have nothing to talk about. <laughs> Oh gosh! So they did I that, guess. yeah. And then I got to Zane, and I was so nervous. I was twitching, like my eyes were twitching. I was sweating, and then Your eyes um, are twitching. He was like, "Hi," and I, I, I was like, "Hi, can I can I have a hug, please?" <laughs> <laughs> Where's my hug? <laughs> Where's my hug? And then he was hey, like, big head. He didn't hear what I said. I said it too quiet. So he was like, sorry, what'd you say? And I was like, can I have a hug, please? And he was like, yeah, sure, babe. And he hugged me. And I literally, I like fangled. And he was like, thanks so much for coming. And now I look did back Did anyone take like, a picture of your hug? My friend got it on did, video. Did you get a like my, my friend's mum was okay. there, like like the, the mum from oh, Mean Girls, like filming everything. Yeah, the mum had to and be there helping. Yeah, we got facilitating mm-hmm. we got the hug yeah it was it was great but um you know what like there was a huge age gap then like one di- i think i was like 12 or 13 one direction were like 18 19 and yeah or maybe maybe 17 89 and now i think about it me and zane could be a thing right now like me and zane malik could have could actually work out but um anyway yeah, but right then back then no, no. back then no <laughs> back then no but yeah that but was then, no that- cheryl cole was um oh yeah, my gosh I'll cheryl stop. cole <laughs> I can't believe that still. I just can't believe her and Liam. I like, can. What the fuck? Yeah, I can believe it. <laughs> um, anyway, that was my starstruck yeah. story. So embarrassing. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. No, my my starstruck stories are only with like podcasters. <laughs> my real the real celebrities in my heart. <laughs> anyway, what have you been up to? How have you been? Mm. What have you been doing? So everyone, I went on my first solo trip. I went to Stockholm, well Sweden, done. and it was so spontaneous. So I booked it the Friday before, went on the Friday, got home on the Sunday, and it was actually so good. Like I'm so impressed with myself for coordinating it all. Okay, like I, I literally wrote a list. I was like, so get up at this time, get to the airport at this time, like get this train, get this train. Then once you arrive, this is where you're going. This is what you got to do. And like I planned it out so well, and like I got there. As soon as I got off the plane, I was like, shit, like, now I'm in another country. I don't know what to do. But, like, really, really bad. But, like, England has colonised everywhere. So everywhere, like, at least there's people that speak English, even if it's not Mm -hmm. the, like, native language or even if it's, 
not their second language. Everyone fucking speaks English. And that was my fear when first thinking of going to Scandinavia because I thought maybe they're they're very, like, their culture is a bit different to the rest of Europe. They're very, like, Swedish, you know what I mean? But when I got to Stockholm... Everyone spoke English. Everyone like it. The blue, blue eyes and blonde hair thing. I thought that would just be blue. Like there, there would just be blonde people everywhere, and it was kind of like London. There was like girls with hijabs. There was like mm. just normal people. I'm not saying people with blonde hair aren't normal, but <laughs> there was just people everywhere <laughs> that kind of you'd see in London. They had like lots of like Asian restaurants and Italian restaurants mm-hmm. and. Yeah, I was just really shocked at how, like, safe I felt, how kind of at home I felt there. And I just spent the whole time exploring, walking around, went to a museum, um, ate some vegan meatballs. I just had the best time, like, on my own. Um, Yeah, I definitely do one again. I think I do prefer going with someone and, like, at least in the evenings, Mm -hmm. like, we can go for a drink, we can go for dinner together and stuff. But um, I think... Yeah, so what I would suggest in that in that case, because mm. um, like solo trips are great, I would suggest um, next time maybe um, going to a hostel because yeah. you'll meet people there. Then you'll have people that you can go to dinner with. You have people. Everyone's itineraries are going to match mm-hmm. up. You can just do things together, and then um, and then you have someone like to have drinks with and stuff like that. Like so that yeah. that is also a good way. I think um, I might try that because then even a safety yeah. thing. It's like because I was there on my own and I thought I don't want to be walking the streets when it's dark because I just don't yeah. know this place very well. But if if you if you're mm-hmm. with people in a hostel, you're all going to be traveling back together. You'll all be heading out yeah. together so yeah I definitely think and there's that lots of bougie my... hostels you know yeah I've heard this like, there's lots of bougie hostels mm. so um, I can just oh guys I'll well I'll tell you guys an app right now since um you know we're yeah. trying on it Um, so you guys try the app Hostel World I think it is Hostel sorry, World I'm just trying to find it to check okay um, sorry I was just eating yeah. chocolate really I think it's called me. Hostel World I followed them on Instagram mm. and like yeah, there's like so many bougie host- hostels and stuff that are like really good price um, and have really good so- social areas. Interesting. Is it like across but the yeah, world? Yeah, so. Yeah, it's like just like you can book hostels like all over. That's really good. And look them up. So it's basically booking, booking.com for hostels. You can also yeah. book hostels on booking.com, by the way. Yeah, I've seen um, that actually. That's, that's when I was way. looking, I was yeah. like, hostels? I thought this was just a hotel website. Yeah, so I, because I booked the hostel that I stayed in when I went to, where did I go again? Malta. Mm. Um, I booked that through booking.com. Mm. Um, yeah, and then the girl, then one of the girls that I was in a room with, we just, like um, this Scottish girl, we just went everywhere together. Like, yeah. because... Our itineraries matched up, but then my phone provider hadn't turned roaming on my phone. Mm. So, which I couldn't sort out until I got back to the UK kind of thing. So I was only there for like um, four days. So I kind of survived on Wi-Fi Mm. when I got back to the hostel and stuff. And then because mine and the girls itineraries matched up completely yeah. we just did everything together so she she just had all the transport stuff that's really good kind of together on her phone so I could just like tag along kind of thing mm-hmm. so that that worked out for us um yeah and then when you make a buddy then they, you got someone to take all your pictures for you yeah it's great that's so true that's so true I think that would be my next thing um but yeah it was it was so good and it's definitely my injectives at the end I guess will link to it but it's made me think that I'm definitely capable mm-hmm. of doing a lot more than what I kind of 
thought I was. So yeah, yeah. even when you doubt yourself in the process, it's true. <laughs> like constantly, imagine, guys, this girl. <laughs> This girl was mess. I was at the gym, yeah, because I go to the gym oh, in the morning. Dude. This girl is this girl is messaging me, being like, "I just got to the airport, but the gate is closed. Oh, I'm not very good at this." I was like, "Mate, if you just got to, if you just gone through security, the gate ain't gonna be open yet, babe. Like, just like wait, go, just look back at the board oh and look God. at it properly." Like, the thing is, girl. I didn't look at the board again. I just ran to like the the terminal that it said it was at, and then I ran to the wrong terminal on the fucking other side of the airport. And like, I was talking to these men that work there. I was like, where am I? Like, I'm so confused. And they're like, go back, to, go back to where you came. Like go back to the yeah. the main bit. I was like, for fuck's sake. Like, I don't need this at like 8 a.m. But um, it was just well, me yeah, panicking. You don't need to run around no, at 8 a.m. You don't, at all. you don't. Um, and I was sweating, it was horrible. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely need to be more patient and like, just trust that things are working out. Like, be more patient. <laughs> yeah, because like that wasn't even a travel fail. I've had a travel fail, which I'm still not ready to talk about. It still hurts my feelings, Aww. so I'm still not ready to talk about it. But I've had a couple of travel fails actually. But nah, all in all, it was okay in the end. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, it always works out. And I think one one thing because I, I actually want it, which I'm going to give to everybody, whether you're traveling solo or with people. I think people kind of think if you miss your flight, that's it. Mm. No, you can get on another flight, you know. Yeah. They have other flights in the day. Like if you miss your flight, actually don't worry about it. You can get on another flight. It's fine. Do you have to pay and, more? And, just, and is it with the same airline? You have to. It'll be with the same airline. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, but you basically, you'll probably have to pay like a hundred pounds to get on the next flight kind mm. of thing. Um, stuff like that. Um, yeah. But like, if you miss it, like you can get on another one, and your your trip doesn't have to end because you missed your flight. And mm-hmm. like, and I just I, like all, all that sort of say, like, don't give up just because one like some just something went wrong. Just don't don't give yeah. up on that. Like, you can still you can still go. You can still have a nice trip. You can still you know you can still kind of mm-hmm. make the most of what time you got left. You know, still after missing after missing that flight. Yeah, um, it's true. You yeah, just gotta be just adaptable. Yeah, that's that's just a bit, um, and like as well, because like, say if you've taken a few days off, like you've already booked the time off anyway, so mm-hmm. it's like it's not like it's not like you're not adaptable. You can get mm-hmm. on the next flight, you know, like and just chill at the airport for a bit. Like you can do it. Um, mm-hmm. That's so yeah. true. And like we're 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 post vaccine traveling now, mm-hmm. so like you you know you guys can just travel anyhow anyhow you want to yeah. now. So it's so yeah. good whizzing through the airport like. You can literally just go to the security, be savvy with the security section and look at the queues that have the less people and just like zip around it, go through. And well, security is quick all the time. It is quick I think these it's days. A myth that, it's myth security being long. Security is always quick. But the um, other way... And as well, like they... Yeah. They manage the queue, so they tell you like in the mornings it's quick because there's not many people there. Yeah. You can just zip through, and then as well when like when it starts getting busier, like the security are there. They manage the queues and they tell you where to go, and it and it does go down quick. Like it's not really, yeah, yeah. But like on on the way back when you come back into the UK and you've got to go through passport security, like that that kind of passport bit, yeah. They, um, like some of the queues, you can either do the speedy boarding bit where you just scan your passport. Is that speedy boarding or speedy, speedy whatever, like the monitor that's just, thing? That's just the electric gates. Yeah, yeah. those. You can either do you those or go to the, the electronic person. gates. 
and people mm-hmm. people queue like on the same kind of electric things it's like just move you can literally move down and just whiz yeah. straight through like people are just not very like yeah, savvy exactly. when it comes to it but you can get through that in like and five some, seconds and, yeah and sometimes what's annoying is that like you go to a shorter queue but then you're behind someone who's not savvy with knowing to get their passport yeah. out and just put it in there <laughs> and to take their mask off and all of that stuff and then take sometimes the that delays off. you and it's just like ugh, yeah you know like just stuff like that but um but all in all, everything can be quick. Yeah, it like can I mean, be. I managed to go. I managed to go through that three times, <laughs> one time, and still get my flight. So That's yeah, good. I'll tell you that story another time. I'm not telling it now because it's just like yeah, it's still painful. And maybe mm. when we have another travel episode, maybe like, yeah, <laughs> maybe yeah. we could invite Jess back on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, check out our travel episode, guys. That was that was a good episode. That was a good episode. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. What's new with me? Mm. Yeah, what have you been up to? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> what have I been up to? Nothing much. I can't. I'm trying to even think. I can't even think. Oh, actually, so I'm enjoying my plants. Like you know, my plants are sensing that spring is coming. Good. I'm getting some new leaves. It's pretty nice to see. Um, so I found an orchid <laughs> mm. in the bin store the other day. Oh, so like. So, you know, like, okay, just because people have been confused when I keep saying the bin store, you know, like when you have the room and it's got all the bins in outside. Outside? Like outside, outside of the, outside of your building, like if you're in flats and that, there's a room with all the bins in. Yeah. 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 So I found, so someone had left an orchid in the Mm. bin store in that room, basically. The orchid still has flowers on it. So I was like... (laughs) Why did they leave it? Like, so I saw it there and I was just like, well, I'm taking it. Yeah, <laughs> like, take it. Keep I, it. I, like, I looked at the roots. I just checked to see if there's any bugs in it. It doesn't look like there was anything in it. Mm. It was like they placed it down quite nicely as well. So I'm just like, well, I'm going to take it then. So I took it and like, it just needed a bit of water because the, the leaves are starting to shrivel. I reckon that it had more flowers before. Like it probably had mm. like four more flowers and the flowers yeah. have dropped. So I think they just thought, oh, the flowers are dropping. It's dying. Oh, let me just put it in the bin kind of thing. And it's just like, there's even a bud ready to flower for another flower to come out. <laughs> I'm kind of just, I'm just really confused as to why to why they put it in the bin but like literally I just gave it a bit of water the leaves aren't shriveled up now the leaves are starting feeling Mm. like how they should be feeling you know and I was just like why did they throw it away but I'm I'm happy because I got a free orchid yeah maybe (laughs) they have allergies maybe it's making them sneeze I don't think so I don't think orchids (laughs) make you sneeze like that Mm. I don't feel like orchids do that I think what I reckon okay I have a couple of theories I reckon Mm. one Someone was giving it for Valentine's Day and then they've broken up. Aww. So that's that's one theory. Because the flowers are like pinky purple. Yeah. Um, another theory I have is um that oh that they were just giving this orchid and then the flowers started dropping off and they think something's wrong and they think that they can't take a play care of plants. So I they think just that. thought, oh, let me just yeah. put it Yeah, let me just put it in the bin store. Um, and someone might someone who can take care of plants can take it so mm. I think that's another theory I have yeah um, L3 is just that they got given it as a present and they don't like it and they're just like mm-hmm. why would you give me a plant and yeah. they just put it in the bin store um, maybe that as well but yeah, yeah. 
Yes, those are my theories, but either way, I got a free orchid. Yeah. Um, I want to try and collect lots though, because I have, I want to like have loads of orchids and pot them all together in one big pot Mm -hmm. and have them all growing everywhere. So I kind of want to do that as well. So I want to try and collect a lot of free orchids. So this is my second free orchid. Um, I did, and I took three more dead orchids from my grand's house the other oh day God. as well um but i don't know i don't think they're salvageable like they're all dead like these are these orchids are the or- are orchids that we all bought my grand for her birthday they're all dead like <laughs> i'm just like like my grand and my grand has lots of plants so i'm a bit confused but like all of these orchids are dead bar one there was one that was still alive mm. um yeah so yeah but that that but I should have gone at Christmas to save them earlier instead yeah, of waiting yeah. until spring. <laughs> there must be but ways yeah. to like salvage them though. Like I'd really love to, I really want a green farm. I want to become that person that can like revive my plants when, when they're like near death. I want to be able to like resurrect them. So I've been finding like, so I had an orchid that I was given from the design mm. museum when um, I was working there that was, that had shriveled up over COVID. Um, so, and the leaves were just a bit like, mm. and so um, I got given that one, which that I've had new leaves. I'm reviving that. I don't know if it's going to get any flowers yet. Like, I'm not sure if it's a flower point that's come out or if just more roots have come out. Um so yeah so I've got that which I'm reviving and yeah I do want to try and revive these orchids I don't know if they're but I don't mm. know if they're salvageable I can't tell they don't yeah. they look like they're probably they're probably too far gone but mm. I don't know I'll still I'll give it a go I guess yeah. or maybe I'll just re- I'll just put all of the dead orchids together and then see if something happens with them yeah give um, it a go I don't see why not yeah yeah they were free I didn't kill them so <laughs> That's a plus. That is a plus. But um, as well, though, to your comment about having a green thumb, there's actually mm-hmm. no such thing as a green thumb. That's what all all of the plant girls. That's what they're saying. There's no such thing as a green thumb. Everybody kills plants. Like everybody okay. has plants that just die on them. So that and that's what like I've had a lot of plants that just die on me. They tend to be mm-hmm. cacti. They tend to be um, succulents, which are meant to be the most easy plants to take yeah, care of. But I, <laughs> I managed to kill them. <laughs> like they just die on me all the time um like i'd have cat i do have cacti that are still mm. alive i've got one that's like shriveled up at the bottom but the top bit looks alive like so i should really be doing cacti surgery on it but i just can't be bothered <laughs> i haven't got around to it um but yeah like i i do have like cacti and succulents tend to die on me yeah the most um Rest in peace. Yeah, and I'm just really trying. I'm just really trying my other ones. And I, I want to do some repotting as well this weekend. I need to do some repotting. Um, I'm going to do it next week. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting. So, I love repotting. Girls. It's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. It's, it's spring is so like adorable. here now. So we've got to do our spring cleaning. Yeah. I got a new leaf on my Monstera. My Monstera is loving my. Um, I've got a TV stand and it's starting mm. to grow around the TV oh, stand, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So my monster is liking that, and yeah. But I hope my birds of paradise get some new leaves because I mm-hmm. bought my sister one and she's had two new leaves and I'm just like, <laughs> I haven't had any new leaves on mine. Mm. Um, 
And apparently my gran likes my sister's Birds of Paradise and my gran wants one. So no, so I'm going to try and get her one. Get her one, yeah. <laughs> and to take it to Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Cute. Anyway, yeah, sorry. That's me just going off on a tangent nice. about plants because that's just my favourite thing in my life. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, on to some news. So... Trigger warning, Uganda is set to introduce the death penalty for aggravated homosexuality. Um, okay. Which what is, does that mean? Yeah, I'm just, what does aggravate, what does, aggravated. I don't know what the word aggravated mean, but um, it says the country. Who are they aggravating? Yeah, who's aggravating? What? Yeah. Who's aggravated? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, the country passes a bill which will make it a crime to identify as LGBT. So it's not just homosexuality. It's like being bi, being trans as well. Um, yeah. I'm guessing the other, the other like identities as well that come around it. Um, with severe penalties, including life in prison for having gay sex. Um, it's one of the harshest laws <sighs> in the world targeting, targeting LGBTQ the LGBT community in a country where gay people already face legal discrimination and mob violence. More than 30 African countries, mm. including Uganda, have already banned same-sex marriages. Supporters of the new law say a broader range of LGBT activities needed to be punished, claiming they threaten traditional values. Under the law, people will be, be they'll be banned from promoting homosexuality as well as conspiracy to engage in same-sex re- relations. And it's just awful. It says aggravated homosexuality really involves gay people that get gay sex with people under the age of 18. Hmm. Oh, when the perpetrator is HIV positive. Aggravate. Oh, so they're saying the death penalty is for people that intentionally give people HIV um, through like gay sex. Okay, so this is very... <laughs> this is just... Um, okay, well, well, we already know that this law is homophobic, of course, but yeah. the fact that, like, it's pushing the stereotype of HIV is only... The gay um, disease. Is, is, yeah, is only kind of... Virus. ...caught through homosexual sex mm. and... Um, well, let, actually, let's be specific. It's only caught through sex from gay men mm-hmm. through you know, through um homosexual men having sex mm-hmm. and apparently passing it on to everybody um when that is not true also stigmatizing people who do have hiv when a lot of people when a lot of people who well now most people who are living lives with hiv can live very normal lives yeah. can have normal sexual lives um also the fact that um hiv is not only <laughs> people with hiv does not kind of just stop with people who are gay um as mm. well like that's that's another um yeah it's it's actually really sad because these traditional values that they're speaking of they're not traditional values of of africa they're not traditional yeah they're not traditional african values these are traditional values which were forced upon africa by colonization by this british mm-hmm. empire like the like and it's just what i just find so sad is that like is that like 
while the UK and the British Empire can pretend and can remove themselves away from away from Mm. away from this and away from homophobia in a sense by be and by looking at by looking at down on third world countries that do have shaming these bills them. and do yeah. and do yeah and then shaming them side eyeing mm. shaming and being like oh how barbaric and it's just like mate who who the fuck gave these values to these countries who the fuck did this because i'm sorry um I'm sorry, Africa, like these countries in Africa were living, were just living their their lives how they wanted to, like, you know, like just you mm. like <laughs> these traditions weren't weren't just Yeah, yeah. Given, like, you know, like it you know, like And even if they were It's just such a shame. Even if there were tribes and like groups of people in Africa, like pre colonization that were homophobic or like didn't agree with like same-sex relationships like this is rooted in christianity with like it says yes like one of the politicians has said our creator god is happy about what we are doing i support the bill to protect the future of our children and it's that same kind of narrative that the u.s uses to um like to counter any sort of progression when it comes to LGBT rights. And the same over here, you hear like Jacob Rees-Mogg and other people that they Mm -hmm. just, they're taking autonomy away from people by using the Bible and using God as some sort of like Which I find disgusting. I I really can't stand it when people, when like, because if you think all of these people are human, yeah. Mm. How do they know what the the fuck God, (laughs) God has been thinking? What the fuck God, like, I'm sorry, if, if God, God is the most, is the most perfect entity. I'm not going to say being most perfect entity. Like, why do you guys think God made mistakes when making, when making, their children why would yeah. god make mistakes in creation like god did not make no mistakes do you know what i mean so i'm sorry like people looking at people just being like oh it's wrong to to be homosexual it's wrong to be this blah 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 and it's just like yeah but where did that come from because i know you lot ain't spoken to god directly you guys don't mm. know god you guys never met god like that like yeah. sorry like let's let's be real God didn't come and whisper in your ear saying those those homosexuals. No, no, God did not. Like no, that was white supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. That was the fucking devil. Yeah, like, let's, like, let's let's get real. Yeah, like because yeah. I'm sorry. Every teaching of the Bible that I've grown up learning is that God and Jesus does not judge and that they like that they love like i'm sorry the the two teachings that jesus gave yeah the two teachings that jesus gave was love love one another as i have loved Mm. you so that doesn't mean hate certain demographics (laughs) hate certain people that means just love everybody give out love just spread love that's that's what that means so i don't understand why 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 do these people think they they can pick and choose where they give love but then they don't give Mm. any love at all you know that yeah. that's that's the thing it's like let's pick and choose let's pick and choose but like you're literally harming communities so much that you like sorry god in any sort of like humane world we wouldn't have the death penalty and you wouldn't be introducing the death penalty mm, for something exactly. that is just so ridiculous like if someone gives someone hiv for people trying to just live in, their life yeah if someone gives someone hiv people in 2023 they should be able to have access to medication there should be support there yeah. should be like some sort of therapy and 
there should be no stigma around it. Like it shouldn't be this exactly. thing where it's like, oh my god, this person's got HIV. What the fuck? It's like we're past that now. Mm. We we care about people. Literally. If they have a virus, we're not gonna and we're not gonna look at them like they're dirty. Like, and we're not gonna yeah, look and at especially the gay when, people like, and be like, oh my god, you're poisoning people. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And especially when there's people who have been born with HIV. Yeah. And that and that's because of, okay maybe their mothers have it and but then like now because of because of um, the treatments and because of the progression of in medicine that we have for HIV like people can live healthy lives people can can give birth to children and not pass it on to their children you know and stuff mm. like that so it's just like yeah it's just it's just sad because I just because obviously like yes Uganda like it's awful that Uganda have passed mm. this bill but at the same time we need to be criticising this British empire and the, and the colonisers mm-hmm. who have put this this rhetoric on to Uganda who pushed mm. it onto them because why like and you know because why why did the churches and stuff go to Africa why did they go to Africa mm. and stop preaching this like why did they do that it's weird you know yeah. why was yeah. this the agenda to push their ide- ideology on the people of Africa like it's not it's not a bad enough that they had such a tight involvement in the slave trade mm-hmm. they also needed to they also needed to go into Africa and get deep into Africa and to be able to yeah. st- to be able to have control even there like yeah it's just awful <laughs> yeah yeah and i think just as we would with any country, when we see African countries also implementing these like these backwards kind of like policies, there needs to be outrage. There needs to be the same amount yes. of outrage as what there was with the Roe versus Wade stuff in America. Like we if if mm-hmm. our kind of like feminism is gonna be intersectional and we're gonna care about everyone and if like Black Lives Matter, it does need to it needs to just be all inclusive, especially of Africans. Yeah. Oh my god, sorry, I keep dropping my phone. But think, it needs to include Africans. Like we, we can't just pretend that yeah. Africa is like this random, this random thing that we don't touch because oh, th- there's just too much going on there for us to care about. Like this needs to be spoken about as well. Yeah, it's it's a shame that because yeah, you were talking about kind of looking at Africa and um, how like we can't just think it's like and having outrage as well mm. kind of for for people in Africa too and it's just a shame because um like it's hard to talk on and and for the people who actually who like people who live in Uganda clearly like it's in a in a state where where people can't really speak and where the people who live there can't speak and the people live who live there can't even vote safely and we we even mm. saw that with the recent um elections in Nigeria as well mm. that you know people weren't allowed to vote people you know well as in well they were meant to be allowed to vote but mm. then when you kind of saw deeply into it uh, there was a lot of corruption and stuff happening where people weren't able to go and cast mm. their votes and weren't able to safely go and vote and it's just it's just a shame that still in 2023 these are still the governments that are in power in mm-hmm. these countries and yeah like yeah, yeah. really sad but I'm it sending is. 
love to everyone that's impacted by this and also i'm just hoping that it can get turned around somehow because it's just it's not in line with the kind of world that everyone wants to live in like these few Mm -hmm. people that are making the choices that they don't represent the majority most people would not want to be giving the death penalty to people for having sex like (laughs) it's ridiculous (laughs) and for just living their life like it's just yeah it's it's ridiculous it's very sad Mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah so next topic also just wanted to raise awareness about cyclone freddy um so hundreds have been killed in madagascar mozambique Mm. and malawi in what may be the longest lasting tropical cyclone on record Um, oh no so this developed over the indian ocean more than a month ago and um what does this word mean it dissipated i think that means it finished this week yeah after making landfall a second time in southern africa so the death toll has exceeded 300 across madagascar mozambique and malawi by thursday um with more than 700 people injured 40 people missing and 60 uh, 80,000 people displaced which is just uh, like horrific displacement again Mm. like i just can't i just can't imagine it like people's homes have been taken like eighty thousand. yeah i just wonder where they're all gonna go like it's just it's really sad um it's really it is really sad mm. that is really sad i mean well with our government there's some chance that they 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 can come here here. (laughs) literally (sighs) Um, this is just disgusting Um, but yeah like but yeah condolences to um, to people who have been affected by 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 Cyclone Mm -hmm. Freddy that is like when it comes to natural disasters it's actually like because it's like there's nothing we can do like and like and as well with a lot of natural disasters I'm sorry like it's a result of global warming like we need to (laughs) you know we need to sort out this planet and the people who are going to be displaced first are people of disadvantaged um disadvantaged areas and stuff um yeah, and even who, yeah they're causing the least carbon emissions and they're causing the least problems to our planet but they're most affected which is just yeah really sad um and people say yeah. oh like we need to protect the environment and address the climate crisis for the sake of our children and grandchildren it's like actually there's what about the people sake of- alive right now that yeah are impacted it's not children grandchildren Literally. like there's natural disasters everywhere right now like and no, there's sorry. Like, Ch- children grandchildren they can also do the work like yeah. come on now like, like yeah yeah it's not right yeah um but yeah on to good news um the rmt union members at national rail have voted to accept a new pay offer so this is in relation to all the strikes yes. that have been happening over the past few months with the trains there's been a pay offer I believe it's of 15% like is it 15% it was, it was something I think high. it said it said like 14.4% of the article that you sent me I'm sure okay yeah sorry that's what I remember of off the top course. of my head <laughs> sorry, I'm not even looking at the article that's just what I remember off the top just of my head spread of fake news um. <laughs> as usual <laughs> um, but yeah so oh apparently it 
equates to a pay rise of 14.4 for the lowest paid and 9.2 for the highest paid which okay, is so really good. cool yeah yeah like, that's really, really good, good. So. and this is the thing because people kept wanting to shout oh train drivers they get they're paid so much grand. anyway yeah. they're on this much money and it's just like mate mate rise in inflation things are expensive and it's not just the train drivers that they're striking for there's other yeah. people who work who, who work in in the industry there's other people like it's it's fantastic it's amazing like to be honest when you sent me that like i was just like oh my gosh this is yeah. really happy news like yeah, i felt really happy i felt news. really happy i feel like proud. it's like yes the strikes have been working and everybody needs to fucking strike because i'm sorry <laughs> Like they're saying how they don't have the money for the for the for the junior doctors. The junior doctors are asking for ten grand. They like they they need to take like an yeah. increase that will equate to ten grand. And I'm just like, sorry, they fucking deserve it. These are the people who are training to be the people, or and these are the people who are who are looking after mm-hmm. us currently and who are training to be the doctors that are going to look after us. They fucking deserve their ten grand. I'm sorry, like they can't afford food. Nurses are going to food banks, and I'm and like. The government keeps saying, oh, where we don't have the money. We don't have that money. Where are we going to get the money from? Okay, may- maybe get the money from, um, you know, like you, you, you've done, you done been paying for flights that are meant to be going to Rwanda that ain't been going. Maybe, mm. maybe stop trying to deport people to Rwanda. Yeah. Maybe put in a, maybe put in an asylum system that people can, can safely come into the UK and actually accept immigrants because mm. that would be a lot cheaper than deporting them to fucking Rwanda yeah like, maybe ask your friends like, to but, pay tax and maybe you pay tax as as yeah you know and, and Rishi I don't too. think he's actually shared his tax returns yet I think I've, I've been hearing <laughs> that he's been he meaning to do it but he keeps pushing it back he's been yeah he's pushing it back until he's out of office that's what he's doing mm. <laughs> He's gonna be pushing, pushing it back all this time. Like, I'm sorry. There's so many, there's so many places where you can, where you can save your money and find the money to give to our workers in this UK. Give, we need to give, yeah. Give the teachers their money. Give the doctors their money. Give the nurses their money. Give the care workers their money. Okay. Like, I'm sorry. Everybody strike. And thank mm-hmm. you for finally coming with something reasonable to give to the to the RMT union for like for, yeah. for the rail workers money thank you for doing something reasonable for one time when like I'm sorry all mm-hmm. these places that when I'm sorry the rail networks made a profit of how much billion over COVID yeah, yeah. when the trains couldn't even run what the fuck that's the problem like, with sorry, it that's, it's that's like, just disgusting it's it, it privatizing the problem people up because yeah like they they privatize different areas of the public sector and then people start making billions while the actual workers that are on the ground doing all the hard work are getting like the minimal making work, like nothing. minimal pay rises like every year and, and no if, pay even rises. if that yeah or or no pay rise and it's not like, rising with inflation at the very least yeah yeah like people are, have a right to be very angry about it because mm-hmm. if like yeah. if I knew that people were making billions while well, I'm sitting here like at, in my train well not in my train but like you know the, the <laughs> ticket officers and stuff like not getting yeah. a pay rise working with customers every day and like working can't with afford food people that are awkward and difficult yeah, can't it, even afford it, the train that, that I'm working up. on yeah like, literally 
It's disgusting. And you know what? Actually, maybe the government should should maybe like stop um like stop trying to open coal mines in this day and age where they where they are not actually where while they're trying to say, Oh, this is going to provide jobs, it's not providing sustainable jobs because um you're trying to open a coal mine and the steel industry are trying to move away from coal mines mm. anyway. Most industries are trying to move away from that kind of energy. So it's like how is it making how is yeah, it making it's not providing jobs? The jobs aren't mm. sustainable. So what the fuck is the point? So maybe stop spending money in stupid places like fracking and all of that bullshit mm. and maybe give people who work in this fucking country their money. Just give people their money. Mm. Like for fuck's sake, so they can afford to fucking eat. Like yeah, yeah maybe maybe that is an idea. Yeah. Like, easy solution. Oh God. Literally piss me off, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it wow. pisses me off. Literally. Um, the next story though is a happy one. Um another Woo-hoo. happy one. So another women, happy one, yeah. Yes, same. <laughs> women can now swim topless in Berlin swimming pools. Which Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So the move reflects Germany's tradition of nudity. This is what CNN said. Okay. <laughs> oh, um, we like that. Yeah, yeah. So um free the nips. Yeah, free the nips. <laughs> free everything. <laughs> yeah, free everything. That's yeah. interesting. It I feel is like for me, I, I don't feel like for me I could be topless. Really? Swim topless because my I've done no, it's it because my breasts are I think it's because my breasts are so big, like they'll just be kind of floating, flapping around, like they'll, oh, they'll well, just be in the way. Swimming. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like I wouldn't be able to swim topless. However, I feel like there's a lot of women who could. Mm. And where that would be more free and that would be a bit more easier and be a bit more like, yeah, better, yeah. less restrictive for them. So yeah, free the yeah. nips. It's very cool. And in, in this article, it says, um, so a professor of social psychology from Goldsmiths University, it says, um, most people understand that Germans are much more relaxed about nudity than Britons or Americans. The major contrast mm-hmm. in attitudes towards nudity in Germany compared with the UK and America is that naked people in Germany are not kept separate from others. Instead, nudity is simply accepted as another way of being. Um, nude people who are nude in public spaces are not automatically seen as dangerous or deviant they tend to let people do it and be comfortable with doing it which is so interesting Mm -hmm. isn't it because you can't imagine on like a uk beach like all of the oldies with like their boobs out and like i mean it's a bit too cold isn't it yeah (laughs) yeah even in the summer like you know when the guys have their tops off and their their beer bellies out and they're stellars but you can't imagine their wives and their equivalents with with their tits out lying there with their like gin and tonics and their i only see that on holiday breezes yeah yeah well you wouldn't get that in the the uk but on holiday Mm. yeah and it's mm-hmm. like, why, why can't we normalise it? It's like, they're just breasts. They're just lumps of fat. Yeah. And it's interesting as well about, like, people over here seeing it as, like, deviant and stuff. Because it is, like, like my mum because- and dad, I reckon that if they saw someone with their tits out on the beach in the UK, they'd be like, oh, that, that woman's a perv. Like, oh, how What about a beach on a holiday, though? What about if on they're holiday? On holiday, no, because it's, like... It's a bit more it's acceptable. Different. It's a bit more yeah. accepted. It's different. But over here, I think, like they'd be like no that's weird that's weird um mm-hmm. because that's just the way i think we've all kind of been i think that's just how we are as here. brits in general yeah but then that just shows about how hypersexualized women's bodies are because yeah, the thing is boobs. that like the thing is okay 
in the UK, I'm sorry, I don't even like men. I don't even like it when men are just with their tops off, like just walking around the street. It's just like, pull your fucking top back on. It's not that hot. Yeah. Mate, Gary, Gary, it's 15 Gary. degrees. Please put your top back on. Like, it's when they went into the supermarkets to go and collect their throwaway barbecues. It's like, please, literally. can you put a top on to walk in, in Sainsbury's? Please just literally like just put the top on like it is it's not that hot it's 13 degrees it's not that hot it's not that hot the sun just came out to say hello (laughs) it's 13 degrees is not hot enough to be walking around in shorts and no top please Gary please and prioritise putting on your SPF like you're red please put on some SPF (laughs) to be honest I don't care you can bun up yourself that's what you get for not wearing a top in it in 13 degrees weather (laughs) but like but yeah but I just think it just shows like how oversexual how hypersexualized women's bodies have been this whole time like mm-hmm. you know and how we're still hypersexualized regardless yeah. and it's just interesting how Germany are just like oh well you can slim topless yeah yeah if that's what you want to do whatever like we don't we give don't a care. shit like, yeah you know yeah. like we don't we don't look at your breasts and automatically think oh shit <laughs> look at that tits you know what I mean you know <laughs> oh shit <laughs> My dick might get hard. Like they're not they're not thinking that in Germany. <laughs> so yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Um torch for you. It's true. So um Rolling Stone, they've brought out a list of the two hundred greatest singers of all time. Mm-hmm. Um and like the the line under this says from Sinatra to Scissor from R&B to salsa to alt rock here is the list and Shaka Khan <laughs> Shaka Khan wasn't happy in her placement on the list she <laughs> and there's an interview of her just slagging everyone off and it's actually hilarious because <laughs> it's like these these older singers they've earned the right to yeah. slag everyone off and but I it, also it's kind of nice like- to hear <laughs> I also think her as an elder because mm. it was funny because I was thinking this as well when I, I when I saw my granny over the weekend yeah like as an elder you can say whatever the fuck you want like you, and can. you can have an opinion on whatever you want you and, as well, and it's just like you don't need to be offended by that opinion but no. it's their opinion do you know what I mean and and I feel like that's kind of like that's Shaka, that's the era that Shaka Khan I mean it's a whole Shaka Khan you know yeah. Shaka Khan Shaka Khan Shaka Khan <laughs> you know it's a whole Shaka Khan like she can it say is. whatever the fuck she likes. Because yeah. <laughs> like, um, she, once you know, she heard so. Adele was above her, she was basically like, no, we've been in this list. We've been in this yeah. list. I mean, <laughs> I think Adele would agree we've been in the list. Yeah. I think Adele would be, yeah. would go to Shaka Khan and be like, yeah, Shaka Khan, been the list. Why am I above mm-hmm. you? Like Adele would humbly let Shaka Khan be in that list. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's... The list, I had a look at it the other day and I think it really shocked me that, like, it shocked me, but then it made me think they're not actually, this list isn't about who the best singer is. It's mm-hmm. basically about respecting the dead. Like, <laughs> it's like everyone okay. in the top 10 is dead. Um, or okay, every, everyone in the top 10 is like a legend, basically. So I'm guessing Michael Jackson and Prince should be there. They're there, but they're not in the top 10, I don't think. What? <laughs> sorry, no, I'm just trying to get it up. The list needs to go in the bin then. The I'm list sorry. is glitching for a reason. Okay. The list Who's is in not top loading. 10? I'm, trying, David to, I'm Bowie. trying to get it up, but it's glitching. Two seconds. It's, it's glitching because even the computer's like, throw the list in the bin. Yeah, the computer's <laughs> like, this is this is a joke. Right. 
Hold on a second. Okay. <laughs> right, I've just seen 26 and that's shocking. Um, so number one, if you could guess, who would your number one be? My number one would be Michael Jackson. Okay. What well, vote best vocal singer ever of all time? Yes. Okay. Yes, all time. As in everything, vocals, performance. This is just about vocals. This is just everything. about vocals. Well, still, I think still Michael Jackson would still be there. Yeah. Okay. So it's Aretha Franklin. Okay. I'm actually, not mad about number it. one. Yeah. I'm not mad about queen that. Of, what is she the queen of Motown or Soul? She's queen of Soul. Uh, I'm not mad about that. Yeah, I'm not mad about that. No. Then number two is Whitney Houston. Which I'm also not mad about because I really love her voice. Okay, I'm not mad about it. I think. Okay, I'm not mad about it. Mm. I'm not sure about number two, but I'm not okay. mad about it. Then is Sam Cook, the singer. They're all singers, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. I can't say I listen to him much, but I can't say I cool. know who that is. Is is, <laughs> is he like? Like, is it he like an old soul? Let me see is, what songs he sings. Does he sing Stand By Me? No. <laughs> I don't know what he sings. Well, okay. Um, Wonderful World. No, that's not him. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Let's skip past him. We're, we're, Maybe that I, is I don't him. feel cultured. I, that's what I, I was thinking along those kind of lines. Some This list has changed since I looked at it. Um, they've moved all the black artists to the top because they weren't there yesterday when I looked but anyway Billie Holiday (laughs) is number four okay Mariah Carey is number five huh I'm sorry Mariah Carey Mm. can can you put her lower please Mm. Ray Charles is number six Stevie Wonder is number seven no how did Mariah Carey become above Stevie Wonder above Stevie Wonder Stevie Wonder's got a lovely voice like, he does he does he has bangers as well yeah Beyonce is number 8 Otis okay. Redding is number 9 and Al Green's okay. number 10 sorry but this list was different yesterday they've really they've, <laughs> they've just added all the black art oh Freddie Mercury's there but, but oh no 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 right right this is where it gets a bit funny so number 12 is John Lennon can he sing I swear I the Beatles know. just like they're like nah, nah, nah. they don't they don't sing yeah. they just make yeah they make did. noise <laughs> yeah they did just make noise and they were high all the time no yeah yeah that's why everyone then, likes their songs literally and then Bob Dylan is number fifteen I get that there's like rock stars but I, I it's just you know when people aren't known as vocal people and now it's like oh so you're yeah. the, one of the best you're better than Marvin Gaye okay right <laughs> that, that don't make sense and then Elvis yeah, is number no. 17 Elvis who the one stole, who um yeah. who yeah <laughs> plagiarised all of his songs from Literally. Black Women like, it makes no sense um, and then Adele is 22 just behind Nina Simone and Marvin Gaye Hmm. 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 Yeah, I think Shaka Khan is fine in saying the list can be thrown in the bin. Yeah. Um. And I feel like I feel like there just needs to not be a list. Why do they have a list? It's like, yeah. Can't they just pay tribute to their favorite to the to the 
you know iconic artists instead like why does why does everything have to be in a list why does everything have to be ranking everyone yeah because i kind of when feel we don't, like we don't even listen to music like that in that no, way no i kind of feel like so with vocalists i've got like two points of view i feel like everyone has their own preference to the voices they want to hear some voices i find squeaky other people love some voices i find flat other people love and like vice versa everyone has their own opinion and then second to that there probably is some sort of like music science behind this is what makes up the perfect vocal chords whatever Mm. but is that research biased in any sort of way? Do you know what I mean? To be biased towards white yeah. voices because it's done by white people, probably. Mm, and is, is that potentially like it is? I just I don't I don't know if I'd believe like if they were to present me with this person has the most perfect voice. That doesn't mean that I'm even gonna like it. So if they're gonna do mm. a list on all of that stuff, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what the science kind of pulls out. But then it wouldn't mean anything to me. It wouldn't mean anything yeah. to anyone because it's just a list of like oh these voices are like scientifically the best ever but um everyone's lists are going to be different i i just don't think i don't think um the beatles can I'm sing kind of like, i don't think elvis do can we really need sing a list? Yeah. that's what i feel i just feel like do we need a list do we need to rank why does everything have to be ranking people maybe we need to as as a society as humans we need to move away from this ranking system to cancel the Maybe Olympics. We just like what we like. <laughs> Literally, no, but even that though. Cancel like, all sports. <laughs> no more football. Well, no, but but the thing is though, like but that's but the thing is though, that is done via talent and winning and mm. actually doing something. Whereas this is a random list that people just thought, let's rank these people when it's like maybe let's not Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. When it comes to competition with sports, it's like they they are doing something. They're training their bodies and they're putting their bodies through something, and they're proving that they're the best on that day. Mm. So you know, so yeah, like that's it's, it's different. Yeah, and I guess you like link, linking to that is the Oscars. I can't say I watched any of the Oscars. I, I, I just know. can't I be asked with any of them just, anymore. No, I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. But can we just say, can we put some respect on Will Smith's name? Because nobody <laughs> would have been watching the Oscars if, if for him not slapping Chris Rock. Let's, and mm. like, I'm sorry, people would have, people would have come, more people would have watched the Oscars this year because last year he slapped up Chris Rock. So let's put some respect <laughs> on Will Smith's name. And also, um, apparently I heard, did I hear on the news? I think I heard on the news mm. that um, Michael Jackson's nephew or something. <gasps> I this. It was Kalechi. Yeah. Kalechi mentioned it oh, on my podcast okay. last week. Yeah. So yeah, Michael Jackson's nephew wrote a le- wrote like a little letter statement, and at the end he thanked Will Smith for slapping up Chris Rock because yeah. it's like all the time that like, you know the Mike- Michael Jackson jokes and stuff like that, and it's just like, no, what? We're tired. Your jokes are boring. Like just get over mm-hmm. it. Like and be done. And 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 this is like in his I think it was in his recent Netflix um, yeah Netflix stand up he's done a Michael Jackson joke Michael Jackson has been dead for how many years man did you even meet Michael Jackson no you probably mm-hmm. didn't have the privilege to meet Michael Jackson so like shut up some people are just like, bored of being the punchline black literally. people are bored of being the punchline and it's yeah. like a low blow or it's like you're picking low hanging fruit it's like, like, it's like who the are the easiest most- thing yeah, like who like, are the most like, suppressed like, people? Who are the exactly. who are the people that I can target and throw under the bus? Oh, it's the women yeah. from my community because they're the most oppressed. They're a bit under me, yeah. so let me let me make shitty jokes about them that are rooted in like colorism and yeah. racism 
and, and Michael you know, Jackson let, has been dead for how long? Yeah, so easy just, target. Like it's just he's acting like he didn't dress it? up as Michael Jackson when he was young. Like come on now, Chris Rock was definitely in. There was definitely in the middle of the dance floor, dressing up like Michael Jackson, doing the, doing the dances with the white glove. Like he definitely was that person. So it's just like put some respect on Michael Jackson's name. Like the Michael Jackson jokes are boring. Like he's yeah, been dead for true. how long? It's been a long time. He died, and um, it's been a long time. You know, Khadija, there's this YouTuber called Khadija. And she she yeah. slash they, I'm not sure what they identify as, but um, post really interesting like, commentary videos. And they did a video on um, like comedy and black black men, basically. And like mm. Dave Chappelle looking at I think the origins it. of comedy from like blackface and minstrel shows to like, yeah, now, like so to interesting. Tyler Perry. Yeah, like how... how black men started dressing up as black women and like mammies and stuff creating jokes mm. that are like all rooted in like the stereotypes about black women um, and mm-hmm. it is so interesting like it's a really good yeah. like, it's kind of even a documentary really it's a really good video it is it's such, such a good video such a good video yeah. just going into like all of the tropes of black women like from mm. the sapphire to, yeah. to like you know all of those and it's just like very interesting and then it's like it's funny when she points it all out you recognise in a lot of these black shows mm. that that you see every single stereotype yeah especially when them. you watch anything that Tyler Perry makes you see yeah. every single stereotype um yeah yeah so it's true <laughs> like, and it's like that all so had a time and a place but I feel like now a lot of people are done with it to be fair a lot of people enjoy it still like these people are selling out arenas yeah but I think Gen Z that comedy just isn't isn't sliding anymore. Like I don't know how no, many Gen Z bored. people will queue to go see Chris Rock and you know Dave Chappelle and all the others, yeah. even the white white comedians. Like everyone's kind of drying up. <laughs> yeah, we're bored. We're bored of like the the lazy humor, the lazy yeah. comedy. But the millennials, the older millennials, they still love that shit in it. So mm-hmm. whatever. <laughs> as much you as they love Chris on. Brown as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my sister who went to see Chris Brown last night. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so talking about the Oscars, um, Chicken Shop Girl. Like, mm. I know what, I don't even care to ever learn her actual name. I know it begins with an A, Emilia or something. I don't even give a shit to learn her actual name. I'm sorry. Chicken Shop Girl. Um, I'm sorry. Why is she hosting the hosting at the Oscars? <laughs> Just why? She's meant to be interviewing rappers. I don't know what. Like it, it's just expanded into something. Like, where huge. where does her where does being in a chicken shop interviewing black black rappers where mm. does it correlate for her to now be on the red carpet at the Oscars? Where does that where is the correlation? Can someone please tell me because I'm just like it's just getting to this point where and like I know okay. I know actually what's annoying as well because you always get black men who want to defend her because I definitely saw David Whiteley um, chatting about how oh, to leave her alone kind of thing and it's just okay. like but David are you on the red carpet right now? <laughs> are you like will you ever be asked to go on the red carpet? No because you quit your job at the BBC because the BBC decided to say the N-word like you would never get invited to the red carpet mate like of the Oscars as be, well <laughs> to the Oscars let's be real like I'm sorry like I'm just like when there's people that this could go to this could go to Mo the Comedian he's hosted the mm-hmm. Brits how many times he's hosted the Mobi- Mobos how many times he has like he has the qualifications he has the experience where yeah. he could be on the red carpet chatting to people all of that why mm-hmm. am I seeing Chicken Shop Girl there 
Like, I just like, like, I mean, her awkward, her branding, her awkward humor does not correlate to being at the Oscars. So like, this is why it's don't like, this is, this doesn't make mm. sense to me. She's not, she's not Maya Jama. Why is Maya Jama not at the Oscars? I'm sorry, mm. like Maya Jama, glamorous. She's got so much experience on TV. So all of this stuff, you know, she could easily be at the Oscars. Like she finally has only just got her flowers to finally host Love Island. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like Maya Jama could easily be at the Oscars. Even fucking like, you know, Marvin and Rochelle, they've been on TV long enough. Marvin and Rochelle, <laughs> get them to legit. the Oscars. <laughs> I'm sorry, why are they not at the Oscars? Alison Hammond. Come on, Alison Hammond, who has been interviewing all of these celebrities. Yeah, she's friends with them all. Been interviewing for these films. Hmm. Interviewing for these films, but no, we got Chicken Shop Girl, and I'm sorry. Like the thing is, is that as well, and like, and as well, actually, I don't. I'm not trying to. I don't want to comment on this, but the, but in in a society, in a world where we value being glamorous, value good looks, value all of these things, like mm. she is not like like in that sense, she's a five. Do you know what I mean? Out of the UK glamour girls mm. that are, that are there, do you know what I mean? So even on that point, like that part, we're looking and it's like it's still not correlating to me. Like I'm still, I just don't understand. Like, but this is obviously this is not. Please don't get me wrong. This is not me commenting on her looks or anything. Obviously, she's a very beautiful girl. All yeah, that stuff, she's yeah. pretty. But she is a very you know standard UK beauty. Like I'm sorry, like she is. She's very standard. Yeah. Like I wouldn't see her on Love Island. Yeah, that's yeah, how it's that's true. how standard she is. Do you know like, what I mean? So this is why it's not correlating to me. Where yeah. where is the experience? It's true, and like for me at least, I don't. I'm I'm trying to find the line between being like bad vibes and actually calling something out that's a bit like icky because it's like this this girl she like first of all the concept of bringing black people into a chicken shop as we've all spoken about before it is weird mm-hmm. like it's very weird yeah. and it's weird that it was co-signed like everyone was like yeah this is cool this is fun yeah. every rapper wanted to and be on really it from funny. the UK funny because she's a white girl acting yeah. awkward around black people hilarious yeah. exactly the whole like yeah like exotifying <laughs> people essentially like oh my god this is such a new experience for me being in a chicken shop when you grew up in London but anyway I find Legit. I find that weird and it's the fact that again as you just said like the like people of colour presenters over here that they, they have to work twice as hard to get those kind of opportunities especially when it's not something that's not in hard. their lane like no, this, this is isn't thing. It's, her lane yeah like, it's, it's not even lane because she's been presented yeah. with like oh she can do the exactly. she can do this she can do that but like exactly yeah, it's just, but how it's is just, she in America doing the Oscars yeah, like this is yeah. madness the Oscars being meant to be the most prestigious awards that there is yeah it's just the Western it's world. kind of a shame that like we don't all support each other, like people of yeah. colour with platforms, like the podcast girls, like the, the receipts girls could have done this. Do you know what I mean? Like Literally. so many people could be on these red carpets, but like, it's like people don't want to support each other over here, but they're happy to support random white people that do crazy, like crazy things. Like what's that guy called that everyone backed that was on the unapologetic show? Was he like the white yardie mm. or something like that? It's like oh, white yardie, yeah, yeah. White people come into black spaces and do the most bare minimum thing, like they yeah. eat planting, and everyone all of a sudden is like, mm. oh my god, like and, invited to cook uh, out, like come on, like yeah, let's let's all support, but like we don't support like, each other. 
just to comment on the white yardy um situation because of course like okay of course he grew up in jamaica all of that yeah. cool but then but the thing is, is that what we want to comment on is the fact that cool he grew up in jamaica he's in the uk like a lot of people there's a lot of people who grew up in jamaica yeah. and who are now in the uk a lot of black people but the people that but the thing is is that the people that just get recognition the people that people want to like laugh and find funny kiki yeah. have on all of their shows is the white yardy a person who calls himself white yardy like you know because he knows mm. that it's like an exotification of himself well. you know the yeah. fact that he knows of he knows a black jamaican culture because he grew up there and he's profiting of that but black but black jamaicans can't profit of, of that no no and and that's and 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 i think and as well even with that situation it was really cruel how everybody came at that guy who just asked the question because yeah. as well the way it was all kind of framed and taken out of context when it was posted on social media that he got so much hate because everybody wanted to back up this white man from jamaica mm-hmm. Like I'm sorry, colonizers stayed in Jamaica too. Like, yeah, kind of. Like, let me just let me just keep it real. Colonizers stayed in Jamaica. That's why we've got this woman who wants to pay a hundred thousand pound because of the because she knows that her ancestors were involved in slavery <laughs> and she wants to try and pay some reparations. Good for her. She's giving it a go. A hundred thousand pound, not enough, but mm. cool. But like, yeah, colonizers stayed in the Caribbean too. Like that's that's what I've got yeah. to say. Yeah. And I just I'm yeah. gonna give a shout out to the guy. I've got him on Instagram that was targeted on Unapologetic. Mm-hmm. Um his name on in, his name's Nicholas Terrell Scott. So his at on Instagram is I am N Terrell. And he's mm-hmm. I think he's a journalist as well. Oh yeah, so he's a journalist, London based cultural worker, journalist, critic, speaker and writer. And he posts like a lot of interesting articles with like um mm-hmm. black artists, like coming up artists, um just loads of people. His page is cool. I, f- I followed him for quite a while. So yeah, giving him a shout out. Okay. So let's go and support people that yeah. are actually doing good work and that aren't just yeah. here like exploiting. Just pro- well, not, not Maybe yeah. not exploiting well, the culture, but just profiting. like being They're profiting around. of black culture yeah. in their white skin. And that's, that's what this is about. It's about like the fact that these people like okay cool like cool if you are part of the culture yeah cool Amelia yeah you did chicken shop you wanted mm. to you no I don't even know what your motives were behind your little chicken shop bullshit but like you know cool because at the end of the day like these people were rappers I mean she was fucking interviewing Burner Boy the other day like I'm sorry like these people yeah. elevated you as much as I don't know did you elevate them I don't know I can't I can't tell like people just mm. liked your channel because again, it's just like a white person who can profit off black culture. And like, th- and this is what it, this is kind of what it is. It's like when people see blackness in white skin, that's when people want to uplift them. And all the time, that's when it's just like, oh no, you guys are just jealous because they managed to get something. But no, like maybe it's not jealousy. Maybe let, let, why can't we call a spade a spade? Why can't we actually call out injustices of the fact that this is colorism this is racism where white people can profit off black culture and they're doing it so overtly like where mm. like cool their intentions that might not have been their intention but i also don't see them talking that i don't also don't see them talking about and trying to uplift black people and bring black people on and be like or t- turning down these roles because yeah, actually maybe yeah. maybe like i'm not qualified for this when did i speak about films i didn't 
Yeah, I think as well, like, it's always important to remain critical at these type of things. Like, especially if if you feel like something is a bit off, like, there will be other people who are also feeling the same. Um, So, Mm -hmm. yeah, this might not be, like, a huge, huge problem in hindsight, like, not in hindsight, but, like, in comparison to everything else. But it's, like, it's important to stay critical and actually think about, oh, how did she get this opportunity when she has no... um, when when this isn't really her lane, this isn't really yeah. her niche. How did she get this opportunity? And yeah, it's interesting. is is interesting to think about. It's also kind of sad because it's like I wish the other Black and Asian and other minority presenters yeah. could get these opportunities. Um, exactly, but it's just not the case. Um, it's not the case. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's 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 just a shame, and it's all just because. Okay, cool. Your YouTube channel blew up. Hmm. <laughs> But yeah, I just to be honest, like obviously I know because I know that you you've liked watching the chicken um, chicken shop dates and stuff like that. Um, like for me, I've always just thought I don't know why I'm watching like this is boring <laughs> to me. Like um, I don't see anything interesting about a white girl sitting in the chicken shop talking to rappers. Like, I just you know asking awkward questions. I just never thought anything mm. funny about it. But that obviously that's just my sense of humor. But like I just feel like. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like, these rappers aren't hosting at the Oscars. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, what about all of these rappers' careers? Like, how much did they blow, like, from your from sitting in the chicken shop? Yeah, like, they're not performing then, at any of the shows that you're... <laughs> there you go. At the Oscars. They might have been at the Brits, maybe, but, like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe at that, mm. but you know, but the, who's who's taking the light at the Brits H Central C? You do know <laughs> what I mean, like you know, and yeah, I just I just feel like it. I feel like we can question it, and we can criticize, and I'm just tired of black men wanting to always, always cry for black for for white women. It's just like yeah, oh, it's boring. Nice and shining armor. <laughs> literally it's boring you don't need to stick up for them like I'm sorry like just because they want to cry but you don't need to stick up for them every time but Let even when cry. they're not crying like she's not complaining she's not even Isn't crying it? it's she's just, just being quiet she's yeah, like yeah cool still wanna... of course I'm gonna get criticism cool but like <laughs> like just then stop just then stop it like yeah it's really not that deep what are you fucking her what is it like I just <laughs> I don't know like what is it's it true. what's <laughs> like what's the ch- oh gosh yeah anyway yeah it's true yeah um but anyway talking about general desirability and um mm. proximity to whiteness let's talk about ice spice because i love this chick yep. like I, I think she is <laughs> i think she is so like quirky and like un- unusual even though she's got this the same kind of archetype that you'd see from like the girls from the Bronx. She's like the famous girls from the Bronx that we see all the time. Mm. She's like light skin. She's ambiguous looking. She's got a huge bum, like big boobs. <laughs> that kind of aesthetic, like the hood, the hood, like Bronx girl yeah. aesthetic. It is There's that, something is that very hood likeable. Bronx aesthetic, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. like the clothes are like, like. I don't know. You wouldn't see girls walking down the street. Maybe you would in the UK, but I like, mean, you would now because everyone's starting. The vlog tracksuits yeah. are coming back in, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's true. Yeah, and like her, her like little ginger bob. I just find her really likable. Um, but it's interesting to think about how she's elevated within like a few months. She's gone from 
like having that one song munch that went viral to now literally being the it girl. Nicki Minaj has crowned her as the like mm. princess of rap at the moment. And um mm. it's just and interesting to, be to by see. Nikki. Yeah, she's been co-signed by Nikki because Nikki likes to I mean, build her little alliances. She knows who's yeah, popping. And obviously, yeah, yeah, and Nikki hates Nikki likes to also have her enemies. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. well. It's true. Um, but um, yeah, like it's it's interesting to see the rise of like Ice Spice and how like the girls, the girls from the Bronx, it's like the same kind of aesthetic, like Cardi, J-Lo. You've got to mm. be light-skinned to blow up. And yeah. like, obviously she's probably worked hard. Like, I, I like, but her bars and her music, it's not like you have to think too much about it. It's just like, I'm pretty, yeah. I'm cute. I got a huge ass. And it's kind of like, maybe we need that sometimes because the men are doing that right now. They're just talking about pussy well, and but this is the thing. Their dicks don't, you f- don't you feel that like, okay. We, Cause we're always having this conversation, especially mm. with female rappers. Yeah. And it's always this whole thing. Okay. Empowerment. Cool. Yeah. Like, and like, don't get me wrong. Love it. We all love it. Mm. But then it's kind of like all female rappers that blow, that's all they talk about. Yeah. And, and that's a shame. Whereas, you know, and that is a shame because when you've got people like Little Sims and you've got people like Any and they're talking about different types yeah. of things where it's not just about being desirable. It's not. And to be honest, and those two examples I've just given, two dark-skinned black women and from the UK mm-hmm. as well, that's also a factor. Yeah, Two dark-skinned factor. black women from the UK, they're like, if they were talking about their ass and stuff like that, like mm. let's even talk about Miss Banks. Miss Banks talks about her ass and, st- and yeah. stepping in everywhere, looking like a snack on all of that. Like, mm-hmm. but she like even if Miss Banks was in America would she blow the same way do you know what I mean like yeah you know even like you know and that and that's and I just feel like cool like we love the empowerment we love it and we love that this is everyone's branding but then it's just like this is everybody's branding to it's like to be a successful rapper from America that's what you have to talk about and yeah, also you need yeah. to tick those boxes being light-skinned being racially ambiguous having a big bum having some breasts you know you know being having something to shake like but you don't you, you don't necessarily have to be able to perform you don't necessarily necessarily no. have to have bars you don't necessarily have to be a great dancer that's not me um, saying that Ice Spice doesn't have any of those things but um Mm-hmm. I do feel though that like um, with Ice Spice that because for me when I first heard Ice Spice I was kind of like what am I listening to? <laughs> like, I'm mm. not even going to lie. I was like yeah. what am I listening to? I'm just like okay. And then every single one of her songs like she has the same tone the same cadence yeah, the whole does. way through. The and same for me, that is, Yeah. And for me that is kind of monotonous. <laughs> so yeah. for me like that's that's why for me it's like I don't think she's a bit of me mm-hmm. in comparison to like Megan Thee Stallion where I actually can hear what the what the fuck she's saying. <laughs> like, yeah. In yeah. that sense. Um, but like but then something that you mentioned to me earlier which I thought was interesting is that like mm. you mentioned that Ice Spice she isn't necessarily what the the look that she has isn't necessarily what everyone thinks is desirable but then yeah. like which I thought was interesting because then what I counted was the fact that yeah but although if we if we although like um her look isn't what we think is desirable and like similar with like, like kind of Doja Cat as like with Doja yeah. Cat how like Doja Cat's kind of moving away from these feminine kind of mm. tropes and what men find desirable but the thing is is that like being light-skinned being racially ambiguous 
that automatically makes her desirable. Like yeah, the thing is having true. having a ginger afro on a dark skinned black woman would never be deemed desirable. Mm. If a dark skinned black woman went with her natural hair with a teeny weeny afro, same size, mm-hmm. the same as Ice Spice, she wouldn't be she wouldn't even be looked at. Like that mm. wouldn't even be a look. That would be like yeah what who is this girl with her hair out like that like she like she'd wear like she ain't even trying she ain't doing anything yeah you know and and it's just kind of like um not not to not to um take away from ice spice's talent Mm -hmm. and everything but it's like again are we are we seeing again another kind of um another example of to be a successful female rapper, you have to be light skin and racially ambiguous. Is that what we're seeing now? Yeah, because even look at it now, with there's such a disproportionate amount. For the amount of mixed race people there are in the world, you look at the mm. rappers and it's like, how many dark skin or even black female rappers can you name from right now? I can name a few because I listen to like I try and diversify my playlist. But generally in the mm-hmm. charts and stuff, you would not you would not find many. Like there's mm-hmm. Sweetie, there's Coilerae, there's like Stefflon Don, there's um Ice Spice, Cardi, mm-hmm. Nikki. They're not in the charts right now. Like Cardi's not in the charts right yeah, now. But, but like all the rappers. Lotto, like Doja Megan Cat, Stallion. Megan's kinda like well, she's not I'd Even- say she's she is. I don't know. She is light. She is light. She's skin. not light skin, but she's like she is brown light skin. skin. You think she's Megan Thee Stallion is light skin? She's light skinned. Mm. Yes. No, I she's don't agree. Megan Stallion is light skin. No, she's not ambiguous. Yeah, but she's a light skinned black woman. <laughs> like as a black mm. woman, she's light skinned. Yeah, but she's not mi- like she's clearly not mixed race. I don't. Yeah, think she's not mixed race. race, but she's light skinned. Like there's there's still like mm. even that that hierarchy of being a light-skinned black woman is better than being a dark-skinned black woman that's still okay she's there. a light-skinned black woman then yeah um but yeah there's like there's not many like all of them that's disproportionate isn't it For the amount of mixed race yeah. people that there are in in probably in rap music it's just mm-hmm. like ridiculous that the that all of those girls are the ones to blow up especially as a lot of them are very mediocre and they're not really bringing anything new they're just bringing yeah. the same kind of flows the same kind of beats they're just pretty yeah and because it's like on the radio skin. everything sounds the same because like the thing is mm. it's like you know when it was kind of like cardi b and Nicki minaj at least their stuff sounded different you know and Nicki yeah. Minaj let's obviously Nicki Minaj obviously very good like she's very talented yeah yeah she's a very talented rapper you know like Cardi B I would say Cardi B can do it I, I won't say that I, but mm. she's not the same level as Nicki Minaj like no. I would say that yeah but like but then at least their things sounded different <laughs> do you know yeah. what I mean yeah like you can differentiate between those songs like I spy yeah. I don't think I can't differentiate between the different songs they all I like I think it's all the same song like they can all run together <laughs> <laughs> it's true um, it's true and what's also interesting about I Spice, like I watched this YouTube video from um I am Aloha on YouTube and she did like an analysis of I Spice, and she said that like some other reasons why she's likable away from like her skin color the fact that she's unproblematic and girls like girls who are unproblematic like in mm. the spotlight and guys like girls that are unproblematic as well because it's like it, yeah. it's like she's not in the drama with everyone and on top of that she's um she's obviously desirable to men she's also desirable to children and the fact that she looks a bit childish yes. and like like she a does, toy yeah. and we're kind yeah. of seeing that with like northwest like and all the other like 
Yeah, like the children love her on TikTok. Like they they they're dressing up as her, and there's there's a co- current conversation going around at the moment about whether her music is appropriate for children because she talks about her bum, her boobs, etc. Mm. And I just wanted to know what you thought about that. Is her music appropriate for kids? Like, I don't know, yeah. but is any music appropriate for kids? Like, yeah, come on, literally. I'm just thinking about the songs that I used to listen to when I was a kid. Like, come on, Next Too Close, Cisco, Thong Song. <laughs> come on, those are the things too that close. I was listening to at, at like at five years old. Those are the it's those true. are the songs that I was belting out. So it's just kind of like, like, really, uh, like what. Uh, yeah, what what music is appropriate for kids? Kids are just going to hear what is charting at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and kids don't want to listen to music that is catered towards kids. No one, like, kids don't want to listen to bubblegum pop. Do you know what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. want to listen to that shit because it's bullshit. Like, you know, like, kids yeah. just want to listen to music and actually, because, like, obviously kids are a lot smarter than we think. They just want to listen to things and just be inspired and like things and stuff like that. Not mm-hmm. to listen to nursery rhymes all the way through to the age of, 15 do you know what I mean it's like, true and even growing up listening to like 50 cent like many men and candy shop none of that yeah. influenced me to join a gang none of it influenced me to be out being promiscuous and like you know trying Most to talk to I didn't men. know what the fuck they were saying no I didn't know what they were saying and it's just like Literally. I Spice's lyrics are nowhere near that extreme like she's just yeah. saying I've got a big and you don't butt, know what I've the hell saying boobs. anyway yeah, like, I'm, I'm like cute. you don't know what she's saying. <laughs> 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 That's all I hear. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, no, no one knows what she's saying anyway. So for mm. me, when it comes to music, I don't really believe in that. Like at the end of the day, like if I'm playing the mm. radio, you're going to be listening to songs. You're just going to be dancing. Most of the time, you don't know what they're saying. Like, I didn't start paying attention to lyrics until, like, I was... Until, probably until I was, like, 16 when mm. a friend... Because I used to always make up lyrics, and I still do it to this day. Mm-hmm. But I used to always make up the lyrics to all songs kind of thing. And yeah, I'll just same. say what I, what I thought. And... Yeah. Um, until like my friend was there like shout was there telling me off being like that's not what it says that's like those aren't the lyrics and stuff like that and that's when I started to pay attention to lyrics and kind of yeah. listen to what they were and actually listen to what they're saying because I just didn't really want to li- I didn't care what they were saying I just I just liked the song and I liked singing Literally. whatever version I wanted to sing <laughs> but honestly yeah I so in that sense I'd like yeah my parent my mum when she dropped us to school she'd have like Snoop Dogg she loves Snoop Dogg. She loves um, mm. Notorious B.I.G. And like their albums would just be on rotation on the way to school. And I, I like, I wouldn't even be clocking the lyrics, but like I knew all the words to like Nasty Girl when I was like 11 yeah. years old. Yes, And now me looking too. back at it, it's like, that's, it's a wild song, but I'm kind of glad my mum didn't like shield us from all of that because it's yeah. a good song. And I was, we were all having fun and we used to laugh at the bit where he says, grab your tears for B.I.G. We were like, oh, that's funny yeah it wasn't like we felt sexualized or anything it was just like a funny no. song like that's yeah. that's just how how exactly things are with music like, i didn't even <laughs> think of it like that and i even used to sing the part where it's like i'm about to make you come like you i always can't. used to sing that bit as well <laughs> yeah. like, i didn't even know what they were saying i was like yeah oh. i didn't know what they, what they were talking about like i was just like okay yeah cool go- she's mm. gonna come over <laughs> like yeah you know <laughs> like, I, I just, you know i just thought it was a fun song um 
Yeah, and even like Cisco Thong Song, I knew what a thong mm. was and I thought it was hilarious singing about yeah. thongs. I, you know, like I just, I like the fact that Cisco sings about thongs with so much passion, like I love it. It's true. <laughs> it's yeah, so he's great. like crying. The rent is due. The rent is due. Like, exactly. <laughs> and he's just like, look, we need these, these girls are twerking and you know, and mm. even like all Missy Elliott songs. I'm sorry, like people just, people don't mm-hmm. put no respect on Missy Elliott because they, they just yeah. don't, feel, just because they didn't think she was desirable, they did not hear like the innuendos or that, her, or the sexual nature mm-hmm. of her music because just because they felt that she wasn't desirable. Like, I'm sorry, listen to all Missy Elliott songs now. I'm just like, <laughs> one minute, man. <laughs> Mm. Okay, (laughs) you know, and you know about how thick thighs, you know, and you know all of this, and how she's gonna twerk and all of this stuff. Like she's she's talking about twerking long time, and it's just Mm. like, and we all thought that, and that Miley Cyrus gave us twerking. Come on now. (laughs) Oh my god, I don't miss that time. Gosh, not at all. But um, yeah, I just find it like so. I like for me I don't think it's a problem like listening to music because the thing is is that like as long as you're listening like I would say as long as you're listening in a child friendly friendly environment like the radio where all of the explicits aren't Mm. aren't there outwardly cool like I don't see what the problem is um please you're talking to someone who's listening to Pretty Ricky come on now like (laughs) (laughs) you know like all all of this you know and it's It's just like yeah um but i just find it like and this is the thing because when these rappers kind of like attract young kids i i don't think it's the rapper's fault that they attract a young audience Mm. because they can just do they can do like artists in general it's not the artist's fault that they attract a young audience they can do whatever they want Mm. do you know what i mean you know and they don't have to change up their sound they don't have to change what they're talking about you know all of those things i think it's not Mm -hmm. fair when when society or people or parents want to put the onus on those artists being like oh you're for young children Mm -hmm. i'm sorry ariana grande never said that she was ever singing to your to your kids i'm sorry Mm -mm. just because just because she was in just because she was in victorious just because she was in sam and cat kids programs does not mean that she was ever wanting to sing to your kids like never you know and i think it's yeah yeah it's not fair that rappers or artists can't actually do can't actually make make material for their own age group you know they're just expected to be for kids and when people are like oh this person is a role model to children we expect like higher standards and stuff it's like you're assigning them them as a role model (laughs) and at the same time as well it's like role models are allowed to enjoy having big bums and enjoy talking about their boobs and they're (laughs) also allowed people are allowed to make mistakes if they make mistakes like having a role model that is completely perfect is just unrealistic like you can't I just mm-hmm. think it's it's quite outdated like the way we look well not we look for role models but the way and why is it parents expect children's role models to be like these perfect yeah. celebrities when it's like why, the, why would a celebrity be a role model for a kid but the, yeah the thing is why are parents looking at these celebrities to be role models for your children yeah. why aren't you giving your Do children your more stimulating material and yeah. where they can find <laughs> actual role models like mm. I'm sorry like because <laughs> why, why is it all the time kids want to aspire to be YouTubers YouTubers kids want to aspire to be rappers and singers and all of this stuff yeah like, why is that the role models? Why can't they, you know, 
be shown other things that they could aspire to be you know like yeah before kids used to used to aspire to being firefighters and stuff like that do you know what I mean like yeah it's interesting actually because it's like we aspire to be what we kind of like see so growing up I was like oh, I'd love to yeah. be a singer I'd love to be an actor oh I'd love to be a, a, an athlete I'd love to do and it's like it's because that's the stuff you're presented with if you're presented yes. with different options then you might be thinking differently exactly. but we all see be- singers and we all exactly. think oh my god their lives look so fun because we have such yeah. a close proximity to like what all of these celebrities are doing by just having exactly. them on social media like or seeing exactly. them on tv exactly because i think that's that's exactly it because i remember when when i was growing up like because i just really wanted to be different to everyone else and mm. like and because as well like my parents very much kind of gave me that onus to want to be more than just what I've seen kind of yeah. thing like yeah. I like from when I, I remember from when I was very young at first first thing I wanted to be a doctor when I was very young mm. then it then it was I wanted to be a vet because I liked animals but then I, I was scared of animals though like <laughs> I liked animals I wanted to be a vet then it was and then it was I wanted to be a designer I wanted to be a fashion mm. designer then I wanted to just be a designer and then that just somehow stuck that I'm a designer now but like yeah. literally like, that was just kind of those are the things that I just always kind of just aspired to be and then at mm. some point I wanted to be an astronaut but I feel like it was a bit too late when I when I kind of thought about being an <laughs> astronaut and then um, yeah but like and I and it is just kind of with what you're presented with because my mum was very much like like say if you wanted to be something she would kind of put in she would try and put in your head oh yeah but you could also be this you could also yeah. you, you don't even have to just do that you can just you can do this as well and you know and <laughs> that's something as well that I'm trying to do for kind of like my younger cousins and stuff like mm. what, like they're telling me that they want to be um, primary school teachers which like look no no shame on any primary school teachers like, obviously it's a very re- rewarding job and stuff like that mm-hmm. but I'm just kind of like look if you're turning around and telling me that you want to be a primary school teacher because kids are cute I'm sorry like look again like that's not yeah. enough because other people's children are not cute I'm sorry it's just not it like tell me you want to be a primary school teacher because you're interested in children's development you're interested in, in like kind of bringing children in the world and making sure that they have the right tools to go through life like tell me that mm-hmm. and then, I, then I'll be like cool go be a primary school teacher you have the best interest of these kids in, in like your eyes but you're telling me that the kids are cute and that you just think it will be fun because you can play with kids are you joking no mm. other people's children are not cute and they're not fun to play with either like no, I promise you that I agree <laughs> yeah and literally and like and, that, and that's the thing and I was just kind of just trying to be that person because clearly they didn't have a person telling mm. them I was trying to be that person to be like look there's lots of other things that you can be you know there's lots of yeah. other things you're interested in you know like you have so many skills that you can hone into and make money from you know like there's there's lots of different things you know just because the only thing you've ever been presented with is teaching because you've been through school that doesn't mean that you also have to be a teacher like and I feel like that's another thing that's why a lot of and it's always with girls that a lot of girls kind of think oh yeah I'll be a teacher because all they've seen are teachers because and that's what they've Mm. been in close proximity to yeah that's true and it's and I just feel like these teachers are also failing their students by not like by not showing them other things like 
why yeah, is it all they want to aspire options. to is being like you when there's other things <laughs> <laughs> like, i mean not obviously again teachers like i'm not trying to bash on teachers like because i felt like a bash on teachers the other day as yeah, well you but, are. Like, I, like i i don't mean it in that sense you know like because we know that there's amazing teachers out there and they really do care for for their students and their pupils mm-hmm. and as well and it's just such a respectable career of course as well um mm. but yeah but like there's lots of other options though too yeah <laughs> you know yeah it's true children just need to see the options to then yeah choose and they might grow up and want to be an ice spice and that's yeah, okay maybe and that they is might okay see ice spice and think i love my afro and i want to dye it ginger and that's also yes. okay that is fine <laughs> That is okay, and it's very easy to get ginger and afro hair because all you have to do is just bleach it one time. It'll go that it'll go mm. that like, orange color, then you can put the the color, the ginger color on top. Like you know, yeah. bang, done. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah like, I think it's cute. Yeah, I've I like yeah, I think it's cute. I think it's cute, and I think what's okay, what's cool about Ice Spice, even though obviously her desirability. Um, could I'm gonna say could could equate to her lightness, um, mm-hmm. but what I like about it is that at the same time her kind of coming out with her with her ginger afro, like maybe more girls would be more empowered to have their natural hair, you know, yeah, like maybe, maybe they would maybe they'll feel more like oh I Spice has her afro I'm gonna have my afro might not yeah. be the same colour I might not I might not look exactly like her but she's someone who has curly hair like me kind of thing mm-hmm. you know and even that that is something that is something big mm-hmm. yeah I just like as well that she's staying out of drama like she's just a girl that's just here doing her thing I mean, having some fun Me- Megan the Stallion was staying out of drama somehow they they they, they come and find them and mm. drag them in it you know it's true because was true. it didn't, didn't Nicki Minaj start on Megan the Stallion for like no reason as well like yeah she did exactly I'm sorry <laughs> like like I'm sorry Nick, Nicki Minaj has, co- has co-signed I Spice mm. like I, I feel like the drama the drama can still come because <laughs> she's yeah, co-signed it can her. still come because I mean Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj co-signed Megan Thee Stallion and then decided that mm. she wanted to turn on her anytime so like you know it can happen mm-hmm. it can happen yeah she's just drama free because she's new <laughs> like that, that's why she's drama free you know mm. that's it yeah that's true that's true yeah but yeah, anyway, I like Ice Spice. And a lot of the rappers are good, but, or like, they make decent songs that I just listed earlier, but mm-hmm. yeah, like, there's also black female rappers that are making better music yes. <laughs> than, <laughs> than <are>. these girls. <laughs> you know, we, we mentioned a few of them. <laughs> and, mm. like, and I think as well, I think in a world where tiktok decides if you're good or not mm. like, i think that's also a dangerous space to be like you're if you're if your song could be cute on a tiktok or a reel mm-hmm. like that's what's making you popular and that's what's m- meaning oh you must be a good artist and i yeah. feel like that is also a dangerous space <laughs> to be in. i agree like that that is taking you to number one like that's that's yeah. wild yeah <laughs> madness but hey, that's mm-hmm. the world we live in, and this is what the mm. kids the kids are loving. The kids are the kids are making them famous. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyhow, so 
what are you injecting this week? I am injecting, um, well, if you want to go on a solo trip, give it a go. Plan and work out what you want to do. There's loads of TikToks of videos, people being like, oh, I went on a solo trip here and this is what I got up to and this is where I stay. Mm. Like, So definitely look into all of that stuff. And I'd say for me, at least I kind of learn on the trip that um, I'm like very organized I can organize things um mm-hmm. I should believe in myself a little bit more and I also should just be patient with things and not get flustered and worried too much <laughs> and um also learn to be assertive like if you need help just go and ask for it like don't mm-hmm. don't try and solve everything by yourself like if you arrive in a country and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed just go and ask there's people there at like the help desks and stuff that are there literally to help you and Mm -hmm. yeah that's just think there's people around you that will help you there's more nice people in the world than like mean people so don't fear like going somewhere by yourself and like asking for help and interacting with people you don't have to do everything on your own Mm -hmm. and also just adding on like um kind of saying if you're unsure there's so many apps that can help you so for example Mm. obviously uber bolt is pretty much worldwide also Mm. when it comes to um if you navigation city mapper city mapper also works in in major big cities so literally um Mm -hmm. like download city mapper it's not it doesn't only just work in london you can also plan your journeys through like like any city so when we were in paris i was using city mapper for everything um so i knew Mm -hmm. what route knew what metros to get stuff like that so you know it's an easy way to feel like you're a local feel like you know what you're doing but it's all on your phone mm. kind of thing and like you do yeah. you feel like okay you can just blend in kind of thing um and that's yeah, also a definitely. good way to save money than just kind of hopping into like taxis and stuff like that um yeah yes yeah, so th- those are my like, tips there's food apps as well so there's open table that's yeah, that works worldwide table. and you can yeah, see what tables are available in Paris as well yeah yeah it's really good and then there's also happy cat happy cow which i use it's an an app that vegans and vegetarians can use and you can find restaurants they don't even have to be vegan and vegetarian but people take pictures of the options and this place does Mm -hmm. like vegan ribs this place does vegan meatballs like it's it's a gem it's a hidden gem go and find like definitely Mm -hmm. go there you see all the recommendations like if you've got like dietary requirements it's really helpful so I definitely recommend getting Happy Cow because I've used that in like every trip that I've been to and you can even pre-plan it so you can zoom into like the road that you're staying down and like see if there's any restaurants or any cafes that do like mm-hmm. vegan croissants down the road that you're in like it's really that's cool. really good yeah, yeah so there's so many things um there's something else I was going to mention as well oh I've forgotten Oh yeah also if there's things that like say if there's certain excursions and stuff you want to look up before you're going so you can pre-plan trips so like when I went to Malta I pre-booked my boat trip because I knew I wanted to go on a boat trip Mm. and I knew I wanted to go on a certain day so like I pre-booked my boat trip then when um when I went I also I stayed in a hostel and I met a girl there and and I told her oh I'm going on this boat trip tomorrow would you like to come along and she was like oh yeah cool and so we both went she just paid there I already had my ticket and we went on the same Mm -hmm. boat trip and it just means like then sometimes it's cheaper when you book in advance when you book rather than kind of turning up 
up. Also, it makes it a bit easier for you to kind of know of things that are going and be able to yeah. read the TripAdvisor reviews and stuff. Um, then maybe kind of just at your hotel or hostel you're asking what things are there to do how, like where do I find it kind of thing like mm. so trip Adv- trip advisor is great there's another one that I've that I used just recently because I was looking at um places in the place where I'm gonna be going um next which I'm not gonna tell you yet Tiki. but um <laughs> yeah so yeah so like those those are other options if you just need help with where you want to feel a bit more planned you want to feel like you have something to do when you get there like the next day mm-hmm. when you get there um yeah that's also a shout yeah. you can all you can always pre-book the the main trips you want to go on that's true that's one of my learnings because i did want to go to the abba museum and i wanted to go to the viking museum but mm-hmm. they were they were both sold out and like I, I was thinking oh I'll just go there and be spontaneous but like you forget that museums you actually yeah. have to it's like book. London you can't just walk <laughs> in yeah like London you can walk into the Tate but you can't walk into the exclusive like exhibitions yeah, you, can't, and the, you can't walk into the, the exhibitions yeah, yeah. So that's and that's the stuff you kind of want to see so yeah definitely I'd recommend booking before because I thought I could book on the day and it was like no it's sold out <laughs> yeah so like yeah remember that major cities also act like London <laughs> like, mm. you know it's hard to, hard to get bookings anywhere um, yeah definitely yeah last minute but what yeah about so you? that's the chat me what am I injecting mm. don't really know this week I mm. think what mm, I think I'm just gonna inject again maybe to do my plants because they're making me happy right now Mm. (laughs) like um yeah just kind of like you know like sometimes when you nurture something and then it just gives you Mm. that sense of pride and it gives you that oh my gosh I managed to do this I managed to achieve this like so like I'm gonna say everybody like your plants nurture yourself you know put the put that work in yourself put you know pull that love into yourself and nurture yourself Mm -hmm. you too are a plant and you too are growing and you too are going to be you know sometimes there's going to be bits of you that may be like maybe you outgrown them you know those those Mm -hmm. dead leaves and you need to trim them you need to they're going to die off they're going to go but that doesn't mean that there's not that there won't be new growth and um yeah yeah so like i'm just gonna be like yeah let's let's pour the nurture and love into ourselves we're also growing alongside of our plants and you know and we're just look, we're gonna look so pretty when we have some new leaves and you know some extra leaves and just just looking like some mm. some little bits of flowers you know in the spring and stuff blossoming you Aww. know since it's springtime we're all we're all gonna be blossoming very yeah. soon so yeah Oh, that's, I like that yeah, metaphor. That's, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know where that came from. Most of my injectives, I don't know where they come from. They just come off the top yeah. of my head, and it's just like, yeah. Um, but that's because it's it's like things that you've kind of been thinking about, but you haven't put haven't the thought, thought into it too it. much. Yeah, yeah, you're just thinking, oh, this is how I feel. Let me explain how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is quite interesting. And actually, that's quite an. It's quite like that is growth in itself the fact that I can articulate what I'm feeling just in a moment yeah and just be able to say it I feel like just having this podcast has just been really interesting Mm -hmm. in being able to kind of vocalize what it is that I'm thinking and be able to get that out and I think definitely my public speaking has definitely improved (laughs) yeah same and how I can conduct myself in meetings as well like I just 
yeah, like I talk kind of like this, how I talk in meetings and mm-hmm. it seems to be fine. Like I get my points across okay and like people yeah. seem to understand, understand what, what I'm about. saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like recently I was thinking that today, like, cause it's like people are coming to me cause I'm like kind of like the only designer really. People are coming mm-hmm. to me and asking me questions and being like, okay, can we get your input on X, Y, Z? And I'm giving my input and it's just kind of like, oh, Okay. Yeah. I know things. Oh shit. That's just reminding me. I didn't finish something. Okay. <laughs> Try and finish it in the morning. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I just need to put pictures in it. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Can do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway, on that note, thank you guys for listening to Inject It Podcast. Mm-hmm. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Um, you can find us at injected underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. You can find me at ALXNDR underscore NIC on Instagram. And you can find me on Instagram at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore. Go follow. Follow, follow. And yeah, thank you guys for listening again. And we hope that you have a lovely day and a lovely rest of your week. Bye guys. Mm-hmm. Bye.